Blog Talk Radio. Are you enjoying it? I guess. Live again, this is the Will Walker Show. I am the host, Will Walker. We'll be joined here. This is a good walk. This is okay. Well, just came into the studio. That's a good thing. So he's here. He's on he's time. He's going to bring him on right away. Um, glad to be here. But before we do anything, anything, well, first, let me bring in my co-host, Mr. Natasha Paul. Tosh, how are you doing? How was your week? How was the birthday party? Um, everything was a lot of mixed emotions about this weekend. You know, we had some tragedy down here in South Florida. And, yeah, it, it was a good weekend up until that. Up until that. Well, let's just go ahead and do a moment of silence for Jose Annette, Her, Jose Fernandez, the number one pitcher for the Marlins. Um, sad occasion yesterday morning when I saw that come across the line. So we're going to do a moment of silence for him. All right. All right. Um, very sad. Um, I really don't know if there's really more we can say, Tosh, in regards to Jose Fernandez. And then also because Arnold Palmer yesterday, mm-hmm. last night I found out. I found out this morning. I went to sleep a little early. That was kind of tough also, you know, found out that Arnold Palmer passed away. But, man, it was that, those, those were only two sad things from this weekend. Um, there were some other, I mean, well, I don't know about Les Miles' situation. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, we had some other, we had some sad news this weekend. I mean, not, maybe not that that would affect us personally, but, you know, Chris Bosch, actually this morning, or, well, over the weekend, he did not um, pass his physical. And this morning, Pat Riley officially said that they are not, looking to bring um, Chris Bosch back on the team and that his career with the Heat is most likely over. And, you know, you got to feel for Bosch. You saw it coming. You knew that. We'll get it. We'll get into that. But we got our guest, Mr. Chris. Asa is on the phone with us. Chris, how are you doing, sir? I'm glad you took the time to join us today. What's going on, buddy? Hey, thanks for having me on, man. Uh, it, it's a uh, well, it's a kind of a stormy day in Tallahassee right now. So, uh, other than that, it's, it's uh, going pretty good. Going pretty good. Congratulations on the the the, uh, the ticket sales with FAMU. I'm going to go ahead, and jump right into it, and let you uh, go ahead and talk about your success um, as far as that is concerned. Yeah, absolutely. We we hit a second year in a row. You know, last year was an all-time high uh, with season tickets uh, at FAMU. Uh, It was 3,600 last year. And uh, this year, uh, due to the new Investing in Champions campaign uh, outlined by A.D. Overton, we hit uh, 4,305 as of uh, 5 o'clock on Friday. We've added about 50 more since then. So uh, we we blew our uh, goal out. Our goal was 4,000. And uh, we had a lot of people in the stands on, on uh, Saturday night for, for the game against South Carolina State. It was a great atmosphere. Uh, you know, the product on, uh, on the field, you know, we, we were a little disappointed. 
you know, we came away with another uh, loss, but, uh, you, you know, you can see the strides that the team is making. And, um, you know, there, there's some there's some good things coming down the pike for FAMU. I know you're disappointed with the outcome, but you got to be, you know, like you said, you got to be excited about that you are getting the support. Is most of the support right. coming from the surrounding areas or, or from around the state totally? Well, it, it, it's a combination of both. We've got a lot of local fans here. Um, you, you know, we got about 30,000 in, in Leon County alone, and a, a lot of those folks are, are buying in. Um, got a lot of folks from Tampa, a lot of folks from Atlanta um, in, in doing this investing in champions campaign. And, uh, you know, as, as, as people get uh, more used to uh, this new way of doing things at, at FAMU where, you know, you get, you know, your football season tickets and stuff like that, what we're doing is we're, we're putting things in place so that when we, when we do start winning and, and, and winning more often, um, we can do a lot of fun things with it, you know? So, um, the the support is is definitely there, and, and and it's a combination of local and surrounding areas. I mean, it's it's all over the place. Okay, sounds interesting. Um, when is homecoming? Homecoming is October twenty second, I believe. You you always get a great turnout for that for that event. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so does season tickets really don't is not a big effect for that event. Right. It, a lot of it's going to be, you know, group sales for that event. Uh, a lot of groups are going to want to come out for that, you know, our, our alumni association groups, uh, uh, Panhellenic council groups, church groups, things like that to fill up the stands. And then you're, you're going to have your single game buyers too. You know, the folks that, you, you know, all the festivities around that. Um, we got a cool thing this year for Friday night beforehand. Um, we've got the homecoming funk fest. I don't know if you've heard about that or not. Um, but the the same people that put on you know Funk Fest regionally are coming to Bragg Stadium the night before. Um, T Pain's going to be in the house. Um, Jeremiah is going to be there. Bell Bib DeVoe. I mean, for a little bit of old school there. So I mean, it's, it's a packed list of of really great acts that people are really excited about. Uh, so that's going to drive a lot of traffic too. So we're you know preparing for a weekend that is just all FAMU in Tallahassee, and we're excited about it. That does, that you know, Chris. I have to say that does sound um, like a great lineup. I went to Florida State myself, and okay. I got to experience several um, FAMU homecoming events, FAMU, just FAMU events in general. And I have to say, it's really good what you're doing. My question is, what motivated you to make the jump from Florida State to FAMU? Well, um, a couple of factors. Um, the biggest one being the new athletic director. Um, he, uh, I knew him when I was at the University of Alabama as a, a grad student and a grad assistant, and um, mm-hmm. we interacted really well. And, you know, when he came to town, we, we reconnected a little bit. I mean, I always kept in touch with him, but, you know, I, I, I ran into him one day at lunch and, um you know, he, he, we got to talking and catching up and I, I said, well, I'm, I'm really glad you're here in town. You know, let's catch up here. And then, um, you know, we just kind of started talking and he started telling me about, you know, the vision that he had in place. And, um, well, that's one factor. And then, then the other factor is, you know, the chance to really, um, make a, make a big impact, you know, at, at a place like Florida state, I, I loved it at Florida state. It was, it, it's a great institution. Um, it, every institution I've been at has been great, but Florida State was really good. They welcomed me with open arms, um, and and they they have wished me well. Um, but you can't make the same kind of impact at a place like Florida State. 
you know, and, and to be able to give back to a, a school that, um, you, you know, it is, has a proud tradition, really great fans, and, and really a chance to do some cool things and be creative in, in a way that, you know, helps the school out and, and to execute AD's vision. It, it, it was just a, a match <laughs> for me, and, and I'm, I'm really glad I made the jump. What would you say is, you know, it, 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 you've, you've definitely made an impact in attendance and ticket sales and what have you. What would mm. you say is the biggest factor in doing so, even though the, the team might not necessarily be winning right now? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a combination of a couple of things. Um, first off, like I mentioned, the athletic director's vision is one thing you got when you're when you're trying to get people to to um, do something different you got to give them a reason to do something different and you know uh, our student athletes being first and foremost you know earlier this year we had the uh, national alumni association event down in tampa um we we do a convention every year and uh, the one thing that stood out in my mind from that weekend is, is that we we have the as as, as folks at famu we have the capacity to not only give, but to, but, but we got to have a reason to give. And the vision that he's put in place has, has really made it, made it a, it's, it's given people a reason to give to, to the school rather than, you know, well, we need, the, it's, it's more proactive rather than reactive. Um, so that's, that's point number one. But point number two is we've got a good team in place. You know, there it, there's always difficulties when you when you merge um, teams together, bring new people in, have people that have been there for a while, but but ultimately we've got a good team in place and we're all pulling in the same direction. Um, and, and anytime you have that going on, you know, from everybody from a frontline person at the gate to the athletic director, everybody's pulling in the same direction. You're going to have good results, <laughs> and and uh, I, I think we've got that in place now. And it's really going to, um, as we get into years two and year three, even year four, um, you're going to see a real change with how things are working there. And, um, you, you know, with it, but, but it all, it all boils down to the people we have in place and, and the vision. That's awesome. Thank you. That's, that's great. But let me get into something else. Cause you know, I told you I'm going to chop up some other talk with you about sports a little bit here. Um, okay. I didn't get a chance to talk to you on, on air about the about the Knowles and what happened with Louisville. Um, but they did win last <laughs> week against, against – I mean, they did win over the weekend against USF. What is your take on Florida yeah. State season so far? And will Jimbo jump to LSU? Let me just go ahead and throw that out there to you. Okay. <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble, man. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, no I, I, think, uh, I think Florida State's got – Got all the right pieces in place. Um, I, I think there may be some schematic things on defense they can do a little bit better. Um, just from what I've seen, I mean they've they've been recruiting like crazy, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You got guys like Matthew Thomas and uh, Derwin James and 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 Devontae Taylor and those guys or Levante Taylor and those guys. Uh, so so the athletes are there. It just seems like. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, they're, they're, they get found too out of place at some times. And I, I don't know if that's, you know, leadership on the team. I, I, I'm not privy to those things. But, you know, I think they've got a, a strong chance. I mean, Louisville is – I mean, if, if you ask me what my the power ranking is um, for, the, for the top five, Louisville would be number two right behind Alabama. 
Um, Ohio State's up there, which I, I can't believe they've reloaded as well as they have. Um, but um, I think the pieces are in place. Florida State, I, I think, in the end, will be a top-10 team. You know, uh, everybody was like, whoa, they got the brakes beat off of them last weekend. Well, I, I, I think Lamar Jackson's a, a special player. I think he's, a, you know, one of those Cam Newton-type guys that just takes over a team and make, literally makes everybody on that 11 on, on offense just that much better and, and gives cushion to a defense that, you know, has been good, but, but they can be exploited. But he keeps, <laughs> he keeps them going, and he's the engine that makes that team run. So um, as far as Jimbo Fisher to LSU, I think he's, he's one of the, the candidates. I think Tom Herman's another one. Um, it, both of them are logical fits. Uh, you know, if if Houston gets the call to the Big 12, it might give Tom Herman some reason to pause because, you know, he's got Houston on lockdown. I don't, and you know about Houston athletes. I mean, there's a lot of kids in, the, exactly. in, in that town and mm-hmm. in that state that are just, I mean, they're killer athletes. And if you can get them to stay home and play in the Big 12 and they don't have to go to Texas or Texas Tech or uh, up the road to Oklahoma, um, it, it – it makes sense if you can tell them, Hey, you can stay home and be in the big 12. Um, but you know, LSU has got, <laughs> they've got some money, they've got facilities, they've got a program in place. Uh, I honestly, I question the overall leadership and the way this whole thing with Les miles has gone down. I mean, he lost 34 games over 12 years. That's, that's remarkable. 34 games in 12 years. That's an average of what, exactly. three a year, a little less than three a year. And he's mm-hmm. he's on the outside looking in, and Ed Orgeron of all people, uh, I don't know if you remember him. It is and during his days at Ole Miss. Oh, don't give me started on Ed. Don't give me started on Ed. Don't please, Chris. Don't give me started on. Yes, yeah. Everybody knows his track record. Don't give me started on. Yeah. In fact, I I, I like Ed. He, he's he's a good coach, great recruiter. The one lasting thing I remember is when I was at Mississippi State, and he was the Ole Miss head coach, and he had Brent Schaefer as the quarterback. It was in the Egg Bowl. And midway through the fourth quarter, it was a tight ball game. He went for it on fourth down when he could have punted and pinned Mississippi State. He went for it on fourth and two at the 50-yard line. And it was a swing <laughs> swing in, in the game. I guess he thought Schaefer could run or what. I don't know what it was. But um, it just – now, he went six and two as an interim coach at, at USC. So, I mean, there's – I mean, he's – uh, he's a good candidate, I guess, but I, I don't know. But I, I would rather keep Les to the end of the season, let it play out, you know, maybe fire Cam Cameron and let Les take over mm-hmm. offensive calling. But I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm very slow to pull the trigger on a coach midseason. But that's that's just me, you know. I've heard Lane Kiffin's name as well being thrown out there, and how do you feel about that? Uh, I'm, you know I, – I, I, I keep up, you know, with, with Alabama a lot from from being my time there and, you, you know, of growing course. up a Bama kid. Um, you know, Lane Kiffin, I, I don't know that – I don't know if he'd be a good fit at a high-profile program like LSU. What I could see is him being a domino in this effect. So, say, Tom Herman takes a job at LSU, I could see Lane Kiffin succeeding at Houston. I could see him succeeding real well at a, at a program like Houston. I don't know if he's ready for LSU. Um, I, I understand he, exactly what you're saying. He, he's done he's done amazing work at uh, at Alabama. Um, it's funny, you know, they brought Sarkeesian in as an offensive analyst. I think they know that at the end of this season, Lane Kiffin's probably going to go. 
Um, and then they've got Sarkeesian right in place to be his replacement. You know, he's uh, Saban's kind of an evil genius that way. He he just kind of stockpiles guys and has them ready to go. Um, but did, but did you're exactly right. Did it surprise you a little bit that, to bring in Sarkeesian? Because, I mean, he's not even a year out from his mishap at USC. That, that, that surprised me a little bit. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Well, it, it, Lane Kiffin was only two months out from when he brought him on as an offensive analyst a couple of years True. ago. I mean, you know, it, it, the the thing Saban does well is he makes his assistants have short leashes. And, you know, um, Sarkeesian, you know, is going to be on his best behavior. Saban does not take a lot of, um, you know, problems or whatever. So, um, you know, it's just my opinion. I, I just I, I see Lane Kiffin being a domino. Um, the next interesting domino effect will be what happens at Auburn. Um, and I think what happens at Vanderbilt, because I think, I think Derek Mason's on a bit of a hot seat up there too. But, you know. Again, that's just opinion, but you know that we're going to see an interesting uh, coaching carousel in this offseason, I think. <laughs> oh, I think your opinion is spot on, my friend, because I'm going to tell you something. The end of that LSU-Auburn game changed really two coaches' uh, current situation. Um, oh, that replay review, Yeah, that replay review pretty much caused Les Miles his job. And if it had mm-hmm. gone the other way, Gus Malzone would be the one that would be probably – on the chop will be probably the one that's out of a job or on the chopping block because his seat is warm. It, 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 might, it might be really flaming because the, the, the Auburn boosters and faithful are kind of like, eh, yeah, you got us there, but what have you done for yeah. me lately? Exactly. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. I know Jay Jacobs has uh, said he's, he supports Gus Malzahn and, you know, they've got some games coming up. You know, that last weekend was a a um, fortunate for him. But you know, come come a few weeks from now when they play, gosh, I, I, I forget who all they've got out of comp or in conference. But you know, if they play a team like Tennessee, or they they get they get beat by a team like say Kentucky. You know, I don't, I don't even know what their schedule is this year. If they lose to somebody they shouldn't lose to. Um, he may be the next guy, <laughs> you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate because I think he's recruited well. I think he's a good coach. Um, I think he, it, what he has not done is, is identified some quarterbacks that can run that system that he runs. Because uh, if he has a quarterback in place, that that system is is nuts to try and defend. It, I mean, it, it'll drive you crazy. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's been know, proven got, with uh, with the kid with Cam Newton and uh, the one and the other kid yeah. that took him to the national championship game against Florida State. So that's been proven. The man can coach. Yeah. It's just that he just has his found. I think that's all coaches in college football. You got to have the right signal caller. If you don't, okay. it's gonna. It, it's the whole team suffers. The entire yeah. team yeah. suffers. So Speaking it's going to be really interesting. We've seen a, a number of redshirt freshman quarterbacks, true freshman quarterbacks this year, and where are they coming from? How do you how do you feel that this is impacting college football with all of these very young, very capable quarterbacks i think it's setting us up for you know a couple years down the line we're gonna have some fun football to watch i think it's gonna Mm -hmm. be really remarkable these kids these kids like jalen hurts jacob eason i mean those are two that immediately spring to mind to me um god i i I can't imagine what year two and year three are going to be like for those two um the kid uh josh rosen out at ucla he i think he was probably Mm -hmm. the first one um, Johnny Manziel, of course, you know, Texas A&M, but, he, you know, Josh Rosen was a true freshman starter last year for UCLA. 
mm-hmm. just just a remarkable uh, talent. Uh, it, it, I, I think it just sets things up to be fun, especially if if a lot of these kids make the playoff. Uh, just to just to see them grow and develop, they're already really good. But to see how good they can get and see what their ceiling is, if they ever hit their ceiling, you know, just some fun things that they'll be able to do. I, I think it's going to set us up for some some really fun games. You, maybe you'll definitely have them this year, but you know, further down the line, I think it's going to be remarkable. Chris, you got time to hang in there with us. I got some other other people that want to join the conversation. You got time to hang in there with us. You can talk sports. Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a few more minutes. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, definitely. I want to welcome to the show, Mr. Mike Walker and Tony Jones. I've been trying to get Tony to come on because today <laughs> Tony is a former um, University of Florida defensive back. Now, Tony is not the person that caused this firestorm that happened a couple of weeks when Louisville uh, beat Florida State. There was someone else on Facebook that did that and. Um, they pretty much laughed at FSU for what happened. But last weekend, right. Florida's turn to go on the road in a tough environment. Florida handled themselves well in the first half, not yep. so much in the second half. Mr. Tony Jones, you always hello, give me hello, great hello. in-depth analysis. How you doing, sir? I'm good, so man. Good to be back. Great. Hey, Miss Tasha. Hi, Mike. Hi. What's going on, man? I'm good, I'm good. What happened to our I, I got one quick question for you. For me? For Tony? Yes, sir. Yeah, for you. Yes, okay. sir. Tony, um, can a duck pull a truck? Well, that all depends on <laughs> which end of the sphere you're at. What kind of question is that? Listen. Because you don't understand the question. He knows exactly where I'm No, I know exactly what he's talking about. Obviously, we didn't see a duck pull a truck in uh, Neyland Stadium, so... One thing I've learned is when you lose, you keep your mouth closed. So, you know, you have some fans that are so rabid, they just, you know, you, it's, it's like you, you lost 100 meters in the Olympics to um, Usain Bolt and you're making an excuse. Come on, man. You lost. <laughs> Tony, I have a question for you. Tony, yeah. let's say if, if Del Rio was in the game, do you think Florida would have won that game? No, with the momentum that Tennessee came out with, from special teams to defense, the offensive line matching our defense, I mean, um, it was Tennessee's day. So I don't think that if – because it came down to me, the O.C. just went into the tank. I mean, you got the same players. I mean, why do you get so conservative? And even if you hadn't been conservative, the way Tennessee was playing, once you let that momentum swing and it happened so quickly, you're like, wait a minute, what what happened? But, you know, we see this every year where somebody like – I thought FSU was going to beat Louisville. And I, I stopped watching the game when it was like maybe 14. I went to watch something else. And I saw the like 35 to 14. I was like, what the heck? You know, so for me, it's like everybody's going to have a day like that. You just you, you pick the wrong time, like Florida and Florida State decided. Because right now with both of them having a loss each, it's hard to get back in that playoff system, you know. And and I had yeah, no but, no no desires that Florida's going to uh, uh, inkling that Florida's going to get in there anyway. But I thought Florida State would be one of those four teams in the playoff system. And when you, the only thing is, you lost early and you lost to a team that's going to be ranked in the top five. And it doesn't matter. We're not going to be yeah. in the playoffs. <laughs> and they could. They could. They could still make the playoffs. They could do. Uh, they could run the table. Clemson beat Louisville, and they'll be in the ACC championship. Win it. They could. They can make a case. Yep. I mean, I, I, if they if they get yeah if they get to the I, ACC I mean, championship with one loss. Yeah, they're definitely. In the but here's the thing. 
here's the thing about um, Louisville and Clemson. Clemson is just not the same team that they they were. And the the big the big thing is even with the win that they had um, this weekend, it wasn't a, a convincing enough win for me um, against Georgia Tech. I needed more from them for me to say, okay, they're bouncing back. And it wasn't enough for me. I don't think that they're going to beat Louisville personally, but maybe <laughs> maybe that's that's just my opinion. Oh, you have to that one your, your opinion is your opinion is solid, but I got a former FSU player that just joined the show, Mr. Leroy Smith is joined the show. Leroy, you heard what Tosh said. Well, first of all, how you doing, sir? I'm good, and yourself? I'm doing great, good man. You heard my other coach. Yeah, I'm good, man. Did you hear what my co-host Tosh had to say? Before I has no chance to get back into the national playoff. And oh, you're no, such a no, homer. No. I, I, I totally disagree. I totally disagree okay. because I, I think that um, Clemson will beat Louisville. And I think we, we, we have the um if we get our defense right, you know, we can beat uh Clemson. But but uh I also have to disagree on, on Clemson's firepower. Clemson has a lot of young talent. They they they, they probably they don't don't have the, the great defense like they had last year, but they still have those great receivers, those young sophomore and junior receivers and Deshaun and, and, and Mr. Watson back there at the helm. Anytime you have a great quarterback, um and, and, and the firepower that Clemson has, along with the running back, you are capable of beating anybody. But Louisville, on the other hand, they only have Mr. 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 Lamar Jackson and um, uh, a, a have decent running back. But if you stop the best player on their team, Louisville, what, what else are they going to go to? But here's the thing, Leroy. If you, Leroy, if, I gotta if you say hit Lamar to Jackson you. every down, every down, if you hit him in the mouth every down, Regardless, because they're they're a zone read read team. If you hit them in the but mouth you every touch time, him, yeah, but exactly. you gotta be able to touch him. But but listen, therefore you're gonna have a, a defensive end. I played with Mickey Andrews. Anytime we had uh, a running quarterback, we had a, a defensive end designed to hit that running back every time. Someone takes the dive, someone takes the quarterback, someone takes the pitch. I'm talking about every time, even even when even when he hand the ball off because he had to play out the face. So if he, if he know that he's gonna get hit every time. He's going to be more reluctant to, to to pull the ball and start running with it. Thank you. Okay, before be, I don't mean to cut you off, Leroy, but before he goes, I'm going to just let Chris Axel just chime in real quick before he goes. Chris, what'd you say to that? Yeah, I, I I still think just the way the way he plays ball, he he's shifty enough. I mean, you could you could put a D end on him, but you're going to get smoked. You know, you can put a linebacker. Look, you put a linebacker on him in space. He's still he's still going to run by you. He, exactly. I mean, it's not like Florida State's defense doesn't have athletes and quick athletes. I mean, look at they look did. at Sweat. I mean, that no, they was guessing out there though. You saw on the field, they was guessing on the field. They was they was sometimes they'll take take the uh, sometimes um, Walker. He would he would go and try to take the dive, and then boom, there goes uh, Jackson. Now I agree if you give him a step, you know what I'm saying? He, he's going to torch you. But yeah, yeah, I just, if you I just got somebody keying on him on the defensive end, because he's not going to go up the middle. The guy's only like 190. He's 190 playing quarterback. If that. Playing, he's 190. If, yeah, if that. So if you got somebody yeah. hitting him every play, you got oh, to It's going to be play. tough. But, because listen, that's, that's, but listen, that's, that's he, he can't scenario. throw the ball that well. Hit him every play. Yeah. He can't throw the ball very well. He, 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 had, he had a couple guys that were wide open. No guys around him, and he overthrew him or underthrew him. So he can't throw the ball that well. His 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 primary thing is to it's a zone read. So if you That's got true. someone taking it, 
he got someone taking the dive and come and crashing down on him, and then which is gonna bounce him more to the outside, and that's gonna delay it to let the other linebackers and safety get get safety get there, and and, and cr- crack his head every time you get a chance to hit him. Man, I I don't know anybody. Uh, see, it, it I take it like this: if you in a debate with 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 someone that that can out debate you. And you have someone there to hit hit that person in the mouth every time they they, they open their mouth to try to talk. They're they're not going to be able to out, out debate you. But if you let that person talk, hey, they're gonna they're gonna smoke you every time. That's my theory. yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Interesting that you well, bring up the debate tonight. I want everybody to you know please vote. But watch the debate tonight. It's quite entertaining. Not as boring as you guys Absolutely. think. I love that's, politics. That's gonna be my well, CTV for sure. <laughs> well, listen, we have to give the Louisville quarterback credit. He played against the top five teams, and he did exceptionally well. So whether it was Alabama, whoever, until somebody shut him down, his mouth was going to be going. <laughs> right. in his, yeah. hey, so let's, let's not let's not let's not forget that Florida State is a good team, and for him to do that, they are. Them, and here's my thing with Clemson's defense too. They they're young defense. They only have two defensive seniors coming back. They, I just like I'm. I'm too much from them with other mediocre teams compared to Louisville. And you said it earlier. You said the thing about Louisville is that they have an offense that will give their defense enough of a cushion to make them look like they're a legit, like they can stop you because it gives them that Ms. confidence. Miss Tony. Yes. Hey, that's your name. I'm sorry. Uh, no, Miss Tasha. I'm, I'm Tasha. I'm Tasha. Tasha, I'm sorry. Miss Tasha. What 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 offense? I'm gonna ask you that. What offense does Clemson run? The same exact one. Spread. <laughs> Thank you. So they're gonna be ready. So Bowler in the middle, number ten, he's gonna get his players a line right, and they're gonna they're gonna be ready ready for the offense because they run it every day in practice as well. All right. You're, we'll you're, making, you're making an argument that the four-letter network analysts have made all, all uh, so far as they're getting ready to hike the heck out of this doggone game. They keep Listen. saying that the Clemson linebackers are more prepared for this, will be way more prepared for Lamar yeah. Jackson because they see the strong and right, every right. single day. Who, 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 uh, you you got to say, I, I, I don't think our defense is good. I really don't because they don't know it. They, 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 they have a lot of busted coverages, and their linebackers don't get to the job. We, who, and I want to ask this question. Who are our linebackers? Do do we have a dominant presence at linebacker? Oh, I like I gotta hear Mike Walker's answer to that question. I gotta hear Mike Walker's answer to that question because he thinks he thinks your he thinks your line you got three All Americans at linebacker. He says you got three All Americans. Now, future All Americans. Stop stop and let me answer the question. They're not there yet. Exactly. Stop and let me answer the question. You have to give me a chance to say anything. This is here. The biggest problem. The biggest problem of our Florida State uh, defense. Is our defensive line when Jernigan oh, no. and St- can I, the, the, Jernigan that, and Stanford when those guys were there? We had the, just the line. Oh my no, God! No, no, can no, I no, finish no. my statement? Can I finish yes, my statement? Yes, sir. Can I finish my statement? Yes, when sir. we had Jernigan and Stanford in the middle, we we would get a push up the middle. Our linebackers was clean the whole time. They could come up and make the plays. And right now, our, our defensive line is on roller skates. You go back and look. Like last week, when All they, right, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, Mister Walker. Can I go ahead? I, I, I can Listen, you go to do, go go to uh the first game of the season when we play Ole Miss. Mm. 
Mm. Go to uh, when we play uh, the second game of the season. When the first two drives before the, 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 they they start fumbling the ball, they was moving the ball on us. Mm. Right. We lost so? Leroy. He was getting ready to make a point. Oh no. <laughs> It's all Leroy, but he'll call back in and win. Uh, Chris, I want to thank you so much for doing it. I really want to appreciate well, it, man. Did, did, did and, um, Mike, yeah, did Mike get his yeah, finish absolutely. this point, though? <laughs> no. Yeah, he got it. We, we don't give him a chance to get his point, but I just really wanted to thank you, you know, so much for doing this, man. And we are a big-time supporter of FAMU Athletics, man. And um, we got to do this we again are. sometime, but I really appreciate you staying on longer than probably you had time for. But um, you want to oh, give out your social media okay, information man. and the information of FAMU Athletics before you go? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, again, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, head head over to FAMUBuildingChampions.com. That's our, our new Investing in Champions campaign. Check out all the benefits that you can get. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ChrisAsa1, at C-H-R-I-S-A-S-A, number one. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look forward to being on here soon, hopefully after a, uh, after a win. Yeah, we'll bring you on you the Miami we'll Florida State game after Miami wins. Because I want to bring as many State people on here. Yeah, I want to bring as many Florida State people or former Florida State people on as I can so I can just tell you all I told you so. That's all I want to say. Okay. I just want to say I told you so. We'll see see if Brad can throw on (laughs) (laughs) Chris, before you leave, are you still there? Yes. Yeah. I just want to say I grew up right down the street, Wanis Way and Orange Avenue. I've always loved FAMU. And when Tasha asked, she actually stole my question. But, I mean, it was great that you answered, and I want to say you gave a great value statement for FAMU. Keep up the good work, because in the absence of value, people focus on a whole bunch of other things that don't don't mean anything. So you're doing a great job, and I encourage you to keep doing it. I, I appreciate that, and I, I, I look forward to uh, seeing you guys out here sometime, okay? All right. Absolutely. Thanks, Chris. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, let's get, let's get back to well, okay, yeah, I got yes, you, yes, Leroy, yes, I got yes. you, baby. Let's get back to let's get back to Mike and <laughs> and, and Leroy talking about Mike. We're talking let's about let's go uh, big Mike. Line. Yeah, you on? I got you on. Yeah, FSU's okay, defense okay, line is struggling. That's why their linebackers are not getting uh, getting in, getting okay. into plays. But Leroy, you were making a point in regards to that uh, the teams have been driving the ball on FSU. So go but ahead and listen, finish. But listen, this. check me out. You look at those first games, the teams. We're zoning, read, but but they were spot throwing down the seam, and our linebackers was not getting to their drops. Now then, when they went to man-to-man coverage, what happened in that first game? We tend to got got uh, more pressure, got turnovers, got uh, one dude got four and a half sacks. Uh, we we created turnovers. Then boom, let's go to the second game of the season. But stop, stop. Let's stop, go to the second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, you, do you know where Walker got all the pressure when when he got those four sacks? They moved him from defensive end to no, down no, to no. The they ran no, they ran stunts. They ran stunts, and, and he came off the end. He came, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta but go check, check, check me out. They just went to man to man, and they didn't have the quick. They didn't have that quick throw. Now you go to first that, that first quarter, that first half. They threw. They threw the seam route, and it was killing number six and, and number eight. Uh, 19, 18. Down the scene, and and they were throwing them um, McFadden when, when when they got closer to the red zone. They got straight two one time, but they was killing those scene rocks. Um, and then the quarterback was killing us on those third and and like eight when he was um he was zone read and take off. 
So you think our linebackers, you think our defensive line is is garbage? Listen, Mr. Walker, you my boy. Now you you my boy. You my boy. I I totally, I say, you have to learn how to communicate. You can totally. And our linebackers, our linebackers, they don't they don't wrap up. They miss a lot of tackles. They do. Where none of them were lined up. 
correctly. Nobody knew what the hell they were doing. They didn't, they, they, sometimes That's I'm it. like, yo, why are you guys That's even it. on this field? That's it. They don't know what they're doing out there. So they're they're, gonna they're call consistently them to confused. They're consistently Correct. confused. Nobody knows their Correct. assignment. Nobody knows where they're supposed Correct. to line up. Jimbo took about 35 timeouts per game to get that team right because they have no idea what is going on. Oh, that's funny. You're right, though. So that's but that's going to cause someone to get tired. It's going to cause it's going to cause a lot of confusion. It's going to make it look like we're not as good as 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 we are. You know, and it has, but I, I mean, me think, personally, it has me looking at Charles Kelly like, "Yo, what 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 are you doing? Why aren't you getting these guys ready?" Okay, well, since we got, since we, well, Caution and Leroy, since we got Mike already, his blood pressure up just a tad bit already, so let me just go ahead and just probably push you through the doggone roof right now. Um, do you think that Jimbo Fisher pulls a, uh, a Les Miles instead of just firing Cam Cameron? He just says, look, you can't fire him. If you fire him, you fire me. So does Jimbo Fisher do the same thing for his defensive coordinator? That it's not his defensive no. coordinator, it's no. the players. No. <laughs> does no. Jimbo right. Fisher jump ship right. and go to LSU? Right. No, I mean, honestly, I don't think Jimbo Fisher would be crazy enough to go to LSU because the SEC, they put a lot of pressure on their staff. The a- Look, let's be real. It's not like that in the ACC. It's just, it's not. Um, so Jimbo, his stress level would go through the roof, go into LSU, because they, they don't expect him to just go in there and rebuild. They want him to win right now. They want him to go in there and be Alabama and be Ole Miss and be all these yes. other teams that they have to meet. It, 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 and the thing about it is, I mean, maybe he would, but he'd be, if it was me, I wouldn't, because his okay. stress level, I mean, yes, he's stressed yes. out, but he's not going to be as stressed out in the ACC. I'm yes. sorry. I think yeah, I think great great point, um, Tasha. Um, I think Jimbo Fisher he's in a great great point great place right now. You know you got to look at look at his track record. Florida State is is still an elite school. Um, we we have a national championship in the last five years. Um, exactly. We, we we we've been having the, the the top five recruiting class in the last you know five years. We've been putting most the most of you know he's in a great place. You know so. I don't think he's he, he wants to move right now, you know, because because you know, like 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 how I said, you go to the ACC, uh, SEC, it's more pressure. Like even with one loss with Kirby Smart, they looking at that loss like, oh, what did we do? You know. Mm-hmm. So, so Tony, but let me let me ask Tony. Let me get Tony in. He's on the outside. He's he's not an FSU fan, so he might give me a, a, a unbiased opinion. Tony, money nah. talk. LSU got LSU's got dollars. Unless you've got money, Tony, does the does money talk in Jimbo Walk? My, money talks, but I don't know that Jimbo Walk because he may not want that pressure. Um, you have to look at it like Notre Dame's coach said, oh, everybody's safe. And then after the game, he let his defensive coordinator go. Um, you never know what's going on in a man's mind. You know, something as simple or not simple, but something as complicated as him just want to get out of Tallahassee and get away from his wife, you know, but then I know he want to be around his kids. So, you never know what's in a man's mind. And Jimbo, to me, has been a trendsetter for the past four or five years. I mean, this dude is the quarterback whisperer. He innovates in so many different ways with football training and different strategies and stuff that you yeah. off the field. 
So people are going to be after him, and they'll probably give him an extra $2 million just to come. So he has to say, is that more important to me more important. than what mm-hmm. I know right here? You know what I'm saying? So um, realistically, I'm up in the air. I think he could go, but he's in a good situation. I think he's very, very frustrated. Like Leroy said, his, his players have been trained, and they know what to do, but being put in certain situations, they're not performing like five-star oh, athletes. Yes. Yes. So, yes. so I, I mean, mean they, 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 they with those stars. Do those stars yeah, have them believing that? Okay, all I got, all we got to do is show up, and we got that spear on the side of our helmet, so everything should be good. That's what it is. Well, the, the, well, you got to work. You got to put that work well, in, man. You got to put that work well, in, and even if you put it in, you still got to put it in on the field. I you got to remember that the majority of those guys are sophomores. Think about it. No excuse. No excuse. Boy, what? Okay, <laughs> okay, finish your statement. Like, finish your thought. That's, that's why you're not a head coach anywhere. That's why you're sitting behind the mic doing what you're doing now. <laughs> Whoa, damn, you're going to take a shot at me? <laughs> yeah, that was a shot at you. That, that was definitely a shot at you. So love don't live here no more, Ty. You don't love you no more. Let me go ahead and find me a head coaching job right now so I can shut my door. Hey, Cody. Hey, Cody. Let me go ahead and follow my Florida, my, my fellow alum. What's her name? And is it in, in Orlando or Tampa? My, my girl who's the head coach for the high school team. Find hey, me a team. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that's hey, hey, Todd, two. You can go ahead and kiss them tickets in pocket. You ain't going to see them tickets. <laughs> Mike loves me. He might argue with me on the show, but he loves me. Yeah, he loves you. He loves you. Hey, Tony. Tony. Yes. The, the, the main reason why I say Jimbo won't lead to uh, lead to the boosters over there are those guys are idiots over there at uh, LSU. Where? And that, Where? That's at LSU? He's saying at LSU, yeah. Yeah, they're not going to be reasonable at LSU. Even though they lost the first two games, they'd be ready to they'd be ready to run them out of town. Yeah, let me time in real fast. Let me time in real fast about this Jimbo stuff. I've heard this from from FSU fans all day, and then I heard this on the phone letter network. And anybody don't know what the phone letter network is? For me, it's the one that begins with the E and ends with the N. There you go. All right. (laughs) Here's my thing. Jimbo would be absolutely nuts to go to LSU. LSU has proven that they want to win at all costs, and they're having a problem beating Bama. This man lost his job because he couldn't beat Bama. And really, yep. if that call is not reversed at the end of the game, he's still got a job to this day. He is still working at LSU. So yep. I would not even touch that program if I was um, Jimbo Fisher. I would never like, I would tell my agent, if they call, hit the red button. Go ahead and just end the call. Don't don't but, even but don't even entertain it. But you but you gotta look at what 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 they had on their team coming back. Like they have sophomores, so Jimbo built all that and to leave it behind, that'll that'll be mm-hmm. stupid as well. Yep. Yeah, that's true too. That's true too. I agree with that. I believe I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's going anywhere. I think FSU fans oh, y'all no. you, you, your your fan base is in is in such a panic right now because of the the loss no, to L to, to Louisville. <laughs> Not, oh. not well, not you, Josh, but yeah. there are some L- some Louisville fans that wanted Jimbo fired a couple of weeks ago. They wanted him to fire the entire staff. Trick is a darn good offensive line coach. 
Uh, oh, Odell's a darn good defensive line coach. But, I mean, there's, there's some doggone good coaches really, on that team. The and the fan base just went bananas because they lost to Louisville. No, 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 and no, I no, said no. this those last week. Just, I'm, not a, I'm not a FSU those fan. Are just ex- those are just ex- eccentric people. The real FSU fans know the Jimbo's Bay. Bay. But my, my whole thing is Louisville had the perfect storm that day. They played the absolute perfect game at Ellis and, and Florida State played the at the worst possible hey, time they played the worst game. Butterfly and the helmet and Layla Ali, I was like, we done. That's it. Hey, I'm gonna let y'all know this here, man. Louisville didn't beat Florida State. Houston beat Florida State. So because everybody's copying what Houston did in the ball yeah. game. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. But they've they've they always had they've always had problems with that kind of offense. Like I've seen a one quarterback and a, and a good tight end. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Look, look. Well, you got to understand now. At Louisville, Louisville had the guy that got hurt up at the guy that, that the quarterback that got hurt at um, Minnesota because he whooped yep. up on Florida like forty or whatever. So when Charlie Strong was there, they ran that same type of offense. Um, and that guy who is um, the head coach at Louisville now. He was doing the same thing at Arkansas too. He got caught cheating uh-huh. with the woman on the motorcycle. Oh, he was the, yeah. oh Petrino, Bobby. Petrino, yeah. yeah. He had that woman on that motorcycle. Yeah, I'm yeah. man. What Bobby um, does in his personal now, life. Now, he, now Mike, he, he Mike just, one thing. You know, Mike, you know you and I agree all the time. I'm going to say this. In this scenario, you cannot use being young as an excuse because when you get on the field, you either win yeah. or you don't. That's whether you UM, UF, FSU, or who else. Everybody, everybody's going to have young players. And if you win, you're not going to say, we young and we won. So, you know, my, At sophomore level, you can't give them that excuse. I'm sorry. Because, because, because Ole Miss has fresh receivers and they some dogs. Exactly. Ole Miss receivers and freshmen. Your boy Lamar Jackson is a is a a, 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 a redshirt as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You're on. You just yeah, it's a dog. So you can't. Yeah, you can't look at. You can't. You can't. Look at, um, at Derwin Dur- James and Darren Cook. <laughs> exactly. What they did is look at Julius. I mean, uh, spreading this out more. Ooh, Lord. You know. So you know. It, you know, you just got to man up. Next in line. And you You're right. You know, you got fickle coach. I mean, fickle fans too, because the first couple of games they was beating Dalvin. I'm like, I don't care how good your new quarterback is, people are gonna focus on Dalvin Cook because that is the blade mm-hmm. that's gonna cut yeah. your throat if you don't pay attention. Let me say it again. So Mike. the first, the we first point. Reiterate that point to Mike Walker. Reiterate that point right there to Mike Walker yeah, again. So, so say that know, one more time so he can understand. I don't know why people trip. Dalvin Cook had a hundred yards receiving. Yeah, but what I'm saying guess, is oh, they look at him exactly. just being a runner, and this boy here, he is multi-talented. He, you know, he is, exactly. if he goes in when he gets to the NFL, he's gonna be a three-down back. Yeah, you know. So we we oh, have yeah. to look at you know I was I was like man these people at FSU are crazy to think that Dalvin Cook ain't performing. It's like they they put eight men in the box to stop him, even though you got eight a good quarterback. They're play. like, hey, you know what? We gonna make you pick your poison. We gonna make your quarterback beat up. Dalvin Cook's gonna get his. He, showed he, got, he definitely got it. He definitely got it on Saturday. He definitely got it on Saturday. I didn't want to spend the whole show. Yeah, but he definitely got it on Saturday. But I didn't want to spend the whole show talking about FSU. I mean, they played South Florida. We, South Florida no, we have to talk. We have no, no, no. We have to honestly, guys. We have to talk about the Bucks, the Dolphins, and the sorry ass Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, man. Sorry, come on, Sasha. The Bucks let me down. The Bucks let me down. I, I know the Bucks got a good team. I like the Bucks. Team. They, 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 they no, no, I, I do. I, I, I just say the sorry-ass Bucks. I said the sorry-ass tag. Listen, I, I do like the, the Bucks. I, 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 I like what the Bucks are doing. They just need to get their defense together. That's it. Correct. And Correct. I don't know Ooh. what Jameis was doing at the end of the game, but he'll figure it out. He, he'll figure it out. Yeah. But the Dolphins, the Dolphins should have never won that game yesterday at all. I don't know. Who, Ooh, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up the Miami Dolphins, Tosh. I'm really glad you brought the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins stink. I am a Miami Dolphins fan, and so is this young man that just joined the show. Zach, your Dolphins stink. They suck. They are the, they are the, the worst team. In the, they're the worst team in the NFL. They, they fell off that game. The first round they had a wide receiver play quarterback. <laughs> they said a wide receiver play quarterback on some downs, and they almost lost that game to him. And I think the Dolphins should copy that scheme that the Browns use. Let Ryan Tannehill play yeah. wide receiver something. Maybe that'll get him get him loose a little bit. Nothing much, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing much. Hey, hey, they, hey, hey, they suck, but they won. Walker, I'll take the win. Wait, 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 Leroy, what are you saying? Where's Mr. Walker, man? I haven't heard from Mr. Walker. He's quiet. He's silently brooding about the the Florida State Seminole team having a better. It's hard. It's hard to talk, man. Every time you try to make a speech, someone talks over you. So I let them talk. We love you, Mike. Mike, you love love you, Mike. No, I'm not salty. I'm the a. You know me. I'm I'm the same Mike Walker every day of the week. (laughs) Love what? Love what? But I think Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Jacksonville is doing good things, Tosh. No, they are. They are. They can't. Um, they, they just can't win the close game. No, they can't. Because they came. They, they. They. I almost thought they were going to pull it off against the, the Packers, and then that didn't happen. And then, uh, you know, I don't. I, 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 I think it was a turnover at the at the end of the game that got Baltimore. Oh, the, you the, know what? The, the, this game, this past game. Um, going into the hands, oh, the dude, Mr. Field, and Dr. Fowler jumped over the uh, guy's head. He was on this. And they lost by two points. Yep. So the field, they're on this. They're kind of a young team, though. You know, the quarterback young. Oh, they have a lot no of young. Excuse. That's no excuse. That ain't no damn excuse. <laughs> what are you talking young. about college, Don't let that come out your Mike. mouth. You should never let that come out your mouth ever again. If you would just let me finish my point. Oh, but go ahead. This is the NFL. Yeah. Who's their leader on hey. defense? Who's their leader on hey, offense? It's it's a whole yeah. different ball game. They don't really have a veteran that's like, Okay, I'm here. Right. They don't have a leader. You're right. You're right. Thank you. I know what I'm talking about. They're I've been doing this since I was eight. They're they don't mean no damn. They get paid. <laughs> they get paid. Like, somebody get Mike a, an oxygen tank. I'm afraid for him now. <laughs> Mike. Mike, all team need that leader presence. All team need a leader. Every team needs a leader. Oh, my. Here we go. Here we go. But, but, but a uh, college team, uh, okay, okay, all right. Whatever y'all say. The college team have the coach. Different. The coach is the leader. Exactly. It's completely different. Man, you fight for your livelihood in the league. You fight for your livelihood in the league. So you don't need no dang on coach to tell you tell you to fight for your life. That paycheck is what you fight for. You fight to take care of your kids in the league. 
But a lot, a lot of people don't know how to do that. Though. A lot of people don't know what to do that. Wow. What the heck? That's an interesting noise that's happening over there. I know, right? It's yeah, what's going on? I, 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 I thought somebody was watching Debbie Does Dallas. It's not even 6.30. It's too early for this. Yo, Zach, Debbie Does Dallas is like when I was one. You are showing your age, sir. Hey, that's okay. Okay, Mr. Marcus, then. I don't even know who that is, and I'm thankful I don't. <laughs> so, 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 Never so, mind. so who's going to win the Super Bowl? Oh, that's a good one. You know, up until that last ele- night, I thought the Steelers had a chance, but failed to know. You don't think they have a chance? Every time they've lost to Philly, they've won the Super Bowl. Okay. So that's like saying every time I stump my toe, I win a million dollars. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, Tosh. You are a world traveler. I see you everywhere, so you might have a couple of M's somewhere stashed. No, I'm going to Chicago this weekend. Turn up. See, 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 wow. see. Wow. So y'all, you got the cheese, cheese, cheese. Y'all take, take, take over. Y'all gonna take over? Looking like. Hey, what? does Tom Brady come back healthy? this week? No, no he's next not week. Back this week. He comes back the eighth. That's right. They, we don't. We still don't know who's going to play quarterback for them next week or this week or whatever week it is. But I mean, I don't know. Julian Edelman the entire game. It's not going to work, is it? But, but listen, though, they get it. They get the sheriff back, the Chiefs back next week after after this week. That's <laughs> true. And they on the mm-hmm. season. <laughs> and then Gronk, when when is Gronk coming back? Like healthy, healthy. Is he playing now? No, nah, I mean he's sort of playing. He he was he had some 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 use on on the last game, but really and truly, let's talk about the Vikings. How shocking are they? Oh, yeah, that defense. Oh my goodness. But that's exactly it. The Vikings are looking like the Broncos' defense did last year. Doesn't matter who yep. you put. At quarter. That's okay. <laughs> I know because the Vikings' yep. defense. Destroyed me this weekend in fantasy football. I was like, "How's the defense? How am I, how am I losing to a defense? I'm confused right. by this. I'm not even lo- losing to a team, just a defense." I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. But Sam, but they got the perfect dude at quarterback now too. Not really. Yeah. He one hit away. Uh, if you touch him, yeah. he's hurt. Come yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but you know, with well, they need to get the ball out quick. And, and they had a running game. I don't know who's gonna who, who's their running back now. Who's running the ball for them? Yeah, I don't know who is their running back. It was it was mm-hmm. Matt Matt Asiata. Who? For the Vikings, right? Am I missing something? Yeah, uh huh. But see, it that's, was that's Matt, a shame. M- Matt Matt Asiata. They 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 were <laughs> talked up between him and McKinnon, but they they went with Asiata. Oh, okay. they better put uh, wow. the, the, the kick the kick return back though. Was his name eighty four? I don't know. The fast guy that kicked that. Right. I can't. I don't remember his name. But nobody, nobody thought the Vi- I mean, could could we say okay? Could we say it's the Vikings that did that, or that maybe the the Panthers were a little distracted from all that's going on in Carolina? You really think so? They were distracted about that. You really think so? That would you say? Of course they're distracted. The people are rioting. People are dying. That's a distraction. That's that's. I mean, that's more than just football. It's a that's a huge distraction. But they wanted to play a game because they said that. Cam Newton can't shut his mouth mouth up. Like 
If you're not, if you don't know what to say, shut up, Cam, and you don't know what to say. I agree with you 100% on that. And he keeps bringing negative attention to the team. Yes. And then he wears these ridiculous clothes, and people make fun of him. (laughs) Like, you are not Willy Wonka. You're a quarterback. He does not have the head to wear those hats that he wears. I'm thinking myself, no. what are you doing? The barbershop quartet. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it could be a combination of, yes, the Vikings are that good, and also the, the Panthers have a lot, of going, a lot of outside stuff going on that's distracting them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, Leroy, before we go, you, you got to give out that information about your homecoming, and we, and we will be there to do the podcast. Live oh, yeah, from, man. from your homecoming game. Yeah, I got my home. You know, I'm, I'm the head coach three years, you know, and, and, and running me. I'm the head coach for the uh, alma mater middle school, James A. Shank middle school football team. We we are currently uh, three and one. Right. Uh, I got some dynamic players on my team. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have our homecoming uh, October the twentieth. That's that's yeah October the twentieth. That's on a Thursday. And you know we want, we want you guys to be there. You know it's gonna we're gonna have try to have WTCB cover, cover news stations there. We're gonna have it's gonna be, it's a big deal. We're gonna try to make this a big deal. And we want the Mike and Mike show, Mike and Will show there. You know you know doing doing your thing. And, and, and we trying to you know we want everybody else to come out and support the kids. That's all awesome, right. awesome. Well, you heard it, guys. Go support Leroy at his homecoming. Right. And you need to fly on down. You know, you know I was gonna fly down too. I'm what? Tallahassee's kind of far from Miami, but I'm I'm a try. You, you know? Not, no, that's that's that's, that's, that's fine. It's what? Don't come down. Come down to the game. I'll try. I can't make any promises. I, I already committed <laughs> to come to Tallahassee for Thanksgiving. Hmm. Okay. Man, but, I remember when Shank was a high school and we used to play against him. Yeah, we middle school now, so you know we want you guys to. Um, dude, we play we play Madison County this week. Wow. This Thursday. Well, guys, it's been great having you on, Leroy. I thank you for coming on, Miss Tony Jones. I appreciate you, even though you're a Gator. <laughs> <laughs> and well, uh, of course, Mr. Mike Walker and Mr. Zach, always coming in in the clutch. We lost yeah, Will. Right. I, I, yeah, right. Hey, I don't know what happened. I must have read it wrong. I thought it was 6.30, not 5.30. We lost work. Will, but what we'll do is we'll we'll catch you back on Thursday night, guys. We will be right here okay. at 5.30 Eastern Central Time giving you oh, okay. our fantasy football picks. We will be giving you our weekly picks for college and NFL. And guess what? It's 29 days until the NBA season starts. We all know I love basketball more than anything else in the world. Oh, so, sorry, sorry. I'm a basketball girl. Hey, so, with that being said, yes. Is Bosch really done? He's yep, really Chris done. He is wow. really yep, done. He's really done. Sorry, my friend. Pat Riley, he will not be with the Heat anymore. Oh, no, I'm kind of happy. I mean, I'm sad, but I'm happy. They can uh, yeah. chuck his um, salary up to insurance, let the insurance pay it. And it helps out yeah. the sales shop. <laughs> so, yes, guys. Um, anybody want to give out their social media so people can find you guys? Uh, no, I'm one about the law, so no thank you. No, DR no social media. There you go. That's your, what, Instagram? That's my ID. That's my ID. D-I-R-S-E-E-2010. 
And I'm Sports Talk Tasha on IG and Twitter. All right. All right, guys. It's been nice knowing you. Good job. (laughs)